Hey guys, welcome to Enter In, the podcast. We hope through this intentional time of listening, reflection, and prayer, you are able to hear the voice of God as we navigate through the journey of life together. This podcast series is created and hosted by Jeff Rogers, an American pastor and missionary who serves alongside his wife, Carrie Beth, in the Czech Republic. Please subscribe and share this unique experience to pause, reflect, and engage with our Creator God, focusing on what He has for us in this busy and ever-changing world. Welcome to the Enter In Podcast, and we are starting a series entitled Airplane Mode, and we'll be focusing on spiritual disciplines. These podcasts are meant for spiritual reflection, prayer, and to take time to hear from God as He directs and guides each one of us, showing His mercy and grace as He provides healing from our broken past and our current realities. At several points throughout each podcast, there will be moments to reflect and a pause to slow down and spend time in thought and conversation with our Creator, God. Now, the idea of this series is the fact that we live in a noisy world. I think we would all agree with that. And even when alone, apart from sound, we are bombarded with text, emails, social media messages. The desire to seek solitude and silence is not only about finding a quiet place. It is about discovering the gift of removing ourselves from the dissonance messages to find our rest in the word of God and ultimately that is with Jesus drawing from the life of Jesus and the Apostle Paul this four-part series extends that invitation at four critical life junctures and those are times where we have a big decision a big loss a big job and a big change At each point, a time of silence and solitude in God's presence can heal us of the past and prepare us for our futures. In this first part, we will be looking at Luke chapter 6, verses 12 through 16. And we'll be focusing on the topics or the words solitude, prayer, and decision making. Solitude prayer, and decision-making. And so the idea of this podcast is just as Jesus sought solitude and silence before announcing the 12 men who would lead the effort to share the good news with the world, we also grow from a time apart in the midst of big decisions in our lives. And the application for this podcast is when approaching a major decision in our lives, an intentional time of solitude and silence leads and lends us to wisdom and confirms that we are following God's lead. And so Luke chapter 6, verse 12 on through 16. In these days, he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles. Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, 
and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. The Word of God. Now Jesus frequently seeks time apart throughout the gospel narratives. He's not seeking solitude for the sake of solitude. However, his solitude and silence makes the space necessary for his communion with God. It is an environment in which prayer flourishes. Now consider Jesus' own instructions to his followers in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 6, verse 6, when he tells them, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Now, the reward for time apart is closer union with God. And in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, we find that Jesus is during one of those times apart. He is in prayer to God. And the context of his retreat in Luke 6 is significant. While Matthew and Mark also describe Jesus' choice of the 12 apostles, Luke alone notes that Jesus seeks solitude for prayer prior to the selection. Now, John Nolan writes in his World Bibli- uh, Word Biblical Commentary, Nowhere else in such a sustained period of prayer to Jesus. Nowhere else is such a sustained period of prayer attributed to Jesus. The description of Jesus in prayer to God is literally phrased, prayer of God, and it is a unique phrasing. It suggests a complete union with God during the time on the mountain. And so our first pause, we ask the question, describe any retreat experiences that you have had, either individual or maybe in a group setting. Were these positive experiences? And if they were, how so? There is the Greek word in this verse, prosukse. Um, In verse 12, it refers to the action of praying as well as a place of prayer. And the place of prayer for Jesus on the mountain is significant. The mountain is a location well attested throughout the Old Testament. If you recall, Moses meets God at the mountain in Exodus 3. As does Elijah in 1 Kings and others. It is a place apart where God finds us, even as we seek Him. Since biblically the mountain is a place of reflection and retreat during critical moments of leadership, the fact that Jesus is found on the mountain just prior to calling the disciples is significant. It signals to us, the reader or the hearer, that something is important. A major turning point is about to take place. In Luke, the only other time Jesus retreats to a mountain is at the time of transfiguration before he enters Jerusalem. Now, there's a quote I found. It says, Prayer is a regular feature of Luke's account of the ministry of Jesus and the growth of the church. 
and references to prayer often occur in connection with significant turning points in this history. And that comes from Alan Culpepper's commentary on the Gospel of Luke. So we see that solitude and prayer, it fosters time that is critical to our confidence at such turning points. And so as we pause for our second point of reflection, what are some major decisions you have made recently or even in the past? Think about those. Did you feel a sense of peace about the decisions or were you unsettled? There's a story of a man named Jean-Nicolas Grau, and he was a Jesuit priest in Paris at the time of the French Revolution around the year 1789. He was forced to escape to England, where he remained for the rest of his life. And despite the tumultuousness of his time, he insisted that practices of silent prayer were indispensable to spiritual growth. He says, in these moments of silence and peace, When a soul pays no heed to what is happening within itself, it prays and prays excellently with a simple and direct prayer that God will understand perfectly by the action of grace. This is what is called the prayer of silence or of quiet or a bare faith. And that comes from his excerpts from How to Pray. With voices around us silenced, we can listen most intently to God. And let me say that again. With voices around us silenced, that is when we can listen most intently to God. Now, Mark Iaconelli describes an early experience of solitude and silence during a retreat with the leader Morton Kelsey. And it came at a time when uh, Morton was questioning his call to ministry. Iaconelli was dubious about the spiritual exercises Kelsey was prescribing for him and other participants. Yet a time of reflection and prayer on the parable of the prodigal son left him deeply moved and not a little bit confused. Mark says, I felt a tangible and disarming sense of welcome. Yet he also questioned if he might be having some sort of psychological breakdown. And so finally, He spoke to Kelsey who advised him, Mark, my guess is you have had some encounter with God's love and maybe now you can believe God has no expectations of you. And this comes from Iaconelli's contemplative youth ministry. It was the release that Iaconelli needed in that moment and it could not have happened without the intentional time set apart. And so renewed, he was able to recommit to his work of ministry. So let that be a story for us. You know, currently business leaders and executive think tanks have begun recognizing the power of solitude for leaders. In an article uh, on executive leadership from the magazine Entrepreneur, Matt Mayberry states that solitude is a necessity, especially for problem solving. He says, we all have problems and things that go wrong from time to time. 
It is never about the actual problem that arises. However, it is about how we view that particular problem. And so as we pause for this last moment of reflection, did you seek a time apart, however long or short, for solitude and prayer before or after a major decision? If so, how did it affect how you felt about the decision afterward? If not, how do you imagine it might have affected your feelings about the decision? Now, as we conclude this enter in podcast, consider interviewing other leaders, other Christian leaders that are in business or education to find out if they have sought solitude ahead of important decisions. Gather that information from other Christians. While they may not acknowledge a time for solitude, um, they may describe a sense of needing to just get away. And that's the point for us today, to take time to get away, to spend time in prayer and reflection so that we can gain wisdom and confirmation from the Lord and how he is leading us. Thank you for listening to Enter In, the podcast. Please remember to subscribe and share this experience with others.